Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Ron Olson, my buddy, Greg Hamilton, better known as Hambone, who uh, uh-huh. was a big part of FM100, a major part uh, for years and years and years back in the early days. And Greg, first off, welcome to the show. We're saying goodbye to FM100. Um, what are your thoughts about that? I, I tell you, Ron. Every to everything there is a season, and it's like I've discussed with you before. There were two AM stations in this town that played rock and roll music for approximately thirty years each. There's a, another FM station in this market that's been playing rock and roll music for about forty-five years. FM one hundred been playing rock and roll music fifty-six years. God, wow. and that's a pretty good run. That's a pretty good run. Things change. When's the last time you saw a black and white television? There you go. There you, you go. Know. Right. Um, I I have, uh, I've mentioned to you, I, I, I have a, a lot of confidence in Dan Barron. I'm glad to know the man, your leader, and uh, I'm sure that he will do everything he can to make the, the new operation successful. And uh I wish it the very best myself. Yeah. I really do. Talk about the early days and who was doing what. Okay. I started, FM 100 uh, came on the air playing rock and roll music in February of 1967. First record played was Sock It To Me Baby. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and... Um, there was a lot of turnover the first couple of years. I came to work in December of 68 uh, as a weekend disc jockey. Wow. That was my job. And I remember uh, Mike Powell was the program director, and Mike told me to come up there on a Friday afternoon and sit with a man named John Scott. And we all know who John Scott was. And man, I was scared to death. We were a pretty tight staff because we were um, we were those guys back at FM. Right. Uh, people thought it was crazy putting the, the rock and roll music on an FM station at the time. Now, let me ask you this. Wasn't it one of the uh, first two or three stations to go with that format? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. Case. Sam in San Francisco started the freeform stuff in 67, but they were on the AM, AM band. And there was a station in Boston that started about the same time we did, and NEW in New York started about the same time we did. But we were the most powerful station in the country, blowing out rock and roll music. When we started, there weren't a whole lot of FM radios in Memphis, Tennessee. In early 1969, we had this promotion called a groovy thing going <laughs> on FM 100, all right? And we had these groovy buttons. 
buttons, you know, little buttons that you pin on your shirt. Gary Phillips and I went out one afternoon with a pocket full of money. The guy on the air said, and we had our groovy buttons on, and the guy on the air said, look for Greg Hamilton and Gary Phillips and show him your groovy button and they'll give you 20 bucks. We spent three hours walking around Eastgate <laughs> Shopping Center and didn't give away a dime. That's great. <laughs> that, was, that was a little frustrating. That, yeah. was, that was a little frustrating, but, you know, part of the growth, part of the growth. But listen, yeah. some of the guys, too, that you worked with, um, uh, John Scott, you mentioned, John was kind of the Pied Piper of rock and roll in Memphis at Absolutely. night. Absolutely. And then, Absolutely. then my little bitty buddy Ron Michaels is right in the middle of all that. And David Day, yep. David Gingold. David Gingold. Uh, Clarence Johnson. Yep. I mean, yep. uh, who else am I am I forgetting about? There were so many. Mitch McCracken. Well, you're forgetting about Henry Nelson. You're and, forgetting about uh, who I just talked to the other day. Leon Griffin. Leon. Greg uh, Severs. How about Sheila Hall? Hall, who I have no idea where she is. Sheila, if you're listening, I love you. But John, you as you said, John was the Pied Piper. And I, I did a newspaper interview about 15, 20 years ago, and I said John was our star, and nobody was jealous. All right, let's talk about that famous moment with John, about uh, the moment that Dean Osmondson, the general manager at the time, oh my God. who was a classic general manager, almost like uh, uh, if you were going to pick a general manager for a radio station, for a movie, it would have been Dean Osmondson. Dean the Dream. Yep. One okay. thing you did not want to hear from Dean Osmondson, he no. would open that control room door yes. and say, see me when you get off the air. <laughs> no. All right, talk about the famous moment with Jimi Hendrix okay. and John Scott. What happened? The, the Woodstock album came out. All right. And it was, I mean, you know, a lot of good stuff on it. Right. The Woodstock movie, which had come out a year before, uh, ended with Jimi Hendrix playing the Star Spangled Banner. So John gets the album, rips it open, and it starts playing Jimi Hendrix version of the Star Spangled Banner. On the radio in the middle of America. Are you kidding me? On the radio in the middle of America. And as the story goes, as John tells it, Dean came storming in there, man, his veins bulging out of his neck, red in the face, said, get that off the air. <laughs> and John looked at him. He said, right now, he said, take take it off the turntable. Wow. And John said, well, what do you want me to play? He said, play the monkey. <laughs> now, i I got to say something about Dean Osmond. Okay. That was a moment of of just real anger for him. Right. It was Dean's idea to put rock and roll music on the FM band to begin with. Right. You know, so you got you to give the man some credit. But that afternoon, that happened. Okay, so the next day, a band shows up outside, and there's kids marching with signs saying, bring, because they pulled all the albums and, and went straight, Monkeys and Donny Osmond and all that stuff. Wow. And uh, that lasted, I don't know, probably about two, three months, and then we got back to normal. All right, let's yeah. talk about something else here. The day that you hired Ron Olson to come to work <laughs> at FM 100, what was that like? What was he like? And uh, did you live to regret it? Okay, I'll answer the last question first. <laughs> A big hell no. <laughs> I never lived to regret it. In 1974, I was named assistant program director, Frank Turner. 
You remember Big Frank? I do. Frank Turner says, you, you really ought to hire Ronnie Elson. You really ought to hire him. We used to bring people in and get them used to the equipment in the middle of the night, like at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning uh, when the listening level was down. And so you met me up at the station at 1, 30, 2 o'clock in the morning or something, and I put you in the control room, and I tell you what to do. So then I go and sit in the office. You play a song, you don't say anything, and then you play another song. So I come in the control room. I said, Ryan, you talk a little bit. And... I go back in the office, you play number three, don't say anything, and go into number four. And I went back in the control room. I said, Ron, you got to talk, man. You got to say something. After six records, <laughs> six in a row, Ron Olson opened his mouth and he hadn't shut it since then. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.